Hello, hello, and welcome to West Franklin Talks. My name is Dave Cruz. The guy across that table, well, same guy usually there. His name's Matt Pearson. What's happening, Dave? Oh, you know, Matt, it is Wednesday as we record this. It is. It's a crazy day today already, in some good ways. There's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, a lot of stuff happening. Kirsten's on day three, yeah. so she's still figuring things out and doing another a great AA job. with her right now, getting trained. Yep, yep. It's a, it's a lot. Yesterday there was a, a lot of buzz on the campus. Man, lots of stuff going that. on, which we'll talk about later in this episode. Yeah, yeah. And right. then uh, we just had an AC unit go down, yeah. which most people won't care about, but we're hoping it's not our offices that they'll, don't they'll have care, air. They'll care about if it affects the sanctuary. It won't. The, those are the other units. I know that much. So I don't know what this one does. I'm hoping it's not your office. We'll see. You're in here, guess so it I'll doesn't come, matter. I guess I'll come uh, snuggle up with you. Well, I'm leaving, and it's hot. You're not snuggling with anybody, <laughs> so it's good. It's good. So um, we got a lot to talk about. I was I was pleasantly surprised when you and I quickly pulled together what we thought we were going to talk about yeah. and realized, yeah. oh, boy, this is a yeah. lot. So yeah. let's get to some announcements, yeah. and then we'll get to the heart of it. So this Sunday is the New Here Lunch. New Here. New Here. If you are new here. We want you to come here, eat here. some some lunch with us. So yes. uh, we're having McAllister sandwiches McAllister's. boxed up. It's going to be good. It is an opportunity if you are new to the church at West Franklin. If you've only been here one to I don't know one time in t- or the last I don't know six seven months, and you're just like I want more information. Who are you guys? What 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 are you about? Great time to come. All of our staff will be there. Some of our spouses will be there. Opportunity to hear about just a little bit of our history, kind of what's most important to help you connect in the life of the church. Mm-hmm. And it'll be good. Hoping no more than an hour, unless people have lots of questions, which would be fine. Sure. But, you know, if no one has anything to say, hopefully it's not just you and me rambling for an hour like we do on this podcast. So, yeah, yeah. We, you can, they can just listen to the podcast. Yeah, to, yeah. Get, to get rambling. So it's all good. <laughs> so, so that's the big thing coming up. The rest of it we're going to talk at the end. Because we want to talk about what's happening. Yeah, we got some stuff happening. Yes, we do. And then do. Next, next Friday is Change Part 2. Change Last part Friday was Change news. Part 1. Skipping a week. Yep. So everybody catch their breath. Yes. I gave you a suggestion for what we could talk about with change, and we just said eh, three parts of change is probably way too much. Especially for Baptist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even remember what I offered, so it's I okay. I you forgot. just gave me the look like you did. I said, <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, I, should, I said it. So, so what are we going to talk about today then, Matt? We're going to talk about one, what how, our approach to masks right now, what's going on with that. Right. A little bit of wisdom that I have gleaned from a book about how to process things that we see, especially regarding news and yes. news sources. Yep. And uh, then we're going to end with some stuff coming up. Cool. So yeah. let's go ahead and start with the mask yeah. thing. And yeah. let us go ahead and just acknowledge this from the get-go. We are in a no-win situation. Can't win. If we say no mask, those that are are concerned are going to look and be like, you don't care. Yep. And if we say we are going to wear a mask, those yeah. that are against the mask are going to look at us and go, what's wrong with you? You need to trust God. Or you can't tell me what to do. Right. And then they're going to get mad and leave. Yep. Can't win. So we're in a no-win situation even, here. Even you and I argue a little bit back uh, and forth. Over. Yeah, we have a little different viewpoint yeah. on this. And I'm okay yeah. with that. We, do it, we, we do it gently most yeah. of the time. Most of the time. I mean, we've only thrown fist once but it, <laughs> i won <laughs> i bet you would <laughs> no if uh the but to the to your point you can't win can't win here and so we've had a person or two not as many as i thought we would have at this point ask about what we're doing with protocols what we're doing with masks and i wrote about it a little bit this past week in my saturday letter for those of you that get that but right now at this moment which could change before this podcast releases mm-hmm because we're doing this on a Wednesday morning. This is going out Friday. Mm-hmm. But at this moment, 
the protocols for Sunday morning and large group gatherings are the same. Yes. That has not changed. Yes. Uh, everybody knows that cases are on the rise. School boards are arguing over masks, all that kind of stuff. So our counsel is if you feel more comfortable wearing a mask for your own safety or you've got someone in your family, someone you see often that is vulnerable to, to, to sickness more than others and you need to wear a mask, for crying out loud, please wear a mask. If, by the way, side note here, yes. if someone at this church gets on to you, makes fun of you, belittles you for wearing a mask, please come and find Dave Cruz. Yes, because I'll have a mask on. I will be very angry. But I can't, I can't let it show like Dave can. And Dave does it in a way that it needs to happen for stuff like that. So if if that were to happen... I don't know if that was I, a compliment or not. It was, it was <laughs> so. both. It was both. But, but, but what I mean by that, and let, let either one of us know, we just don't want that to happen yeah, in this church. We want you to feel comfortable uh, yeah. as, as much as you can. Yep. If you don't want to wear a mask, you don't feel the need to wear a mask, then don't. Now... We are going to continue to operate according to the guidelines Brentwood Baptist sends us. There's a COVID task force that's been in place since all this started back in March of 2020, and we are going to continue to trust them, yes, lean on them, and rely on them. Are they going to do everything perfect? No. Are they going to do everything that makes everybody happy? No. It's a no-win situation. Right. But I know the people on it. I trust the people on it. And I believe that they're doing the best that they possibly can for the good of the whole. So if they come back and say, everybody must wear a mask and you must be six feet apart, no large gatherings over whatever, we're going to do that. Yeah. So Right now, that's not in place. No, it's not. So we'll not. continue. But well, if it happens, we'll pivot to that. And hopefully, I mean... You and I, you've acknowledged, we don't see exactly eye to eye on this. I'm a little more on the nervous side. I'd like to see more masks. You've got several more reasons than I do. Yeah. I mean, I told you yesterday it was eight members. Today, this morning, I have 10 members in my extended family that have COVID. And of all of them that are of age to be vaccinated, they're all vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Two of them, one of them is definitely in the hospital. One's probably on their way. Mm. So one, I'm nervous there too. Sure. We got a kid with autism, can't get vaccinated. I have diabetes. I'm, I'm really okay if we say, let's go back and put mask on. Mm-hmm. I also understand there are people that do not. So you can tell me to shut up at any point here, Matt. I, you and I talked about this briefly yesterday mm-hmm. in a car ride we had. For those that are anti-mask, mm-hmm. I'm great with you being that way. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. You're welcome to your opinions and your whatnots. Paul writes in, I don't, I don't remember, Romans, I think. You correct me if I'm wrong. That there's freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. That we, right. It's all over the place. It's all over the place. <laughs> we have freedom in Christ. He also writes, though, just because you have freedom doesn't mean you should do things that cause your brother to stumble. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to challenge our, our anti-mask folks. You may look at this and go, it's a government conspiracy. You may look at this and go, I don't trust the vaccine. That's fine. You can have your reason. I may ask you, though, would you consider your weaker brother, me, and the families around you that may be weaker, and consider, am I expressing concern and love towards those people with how I either respond to them or by choosing not to wear a mask? I'm not telling you to wear one. I'm not going to be that bold. I'd like, I, mean, I am bold, that bold. I'd like you to wear one. But if you don't, yeah. I'm not going to judge you. You're exactly right. The Christian's response is not to ask, how, how can I prove myself right? But how can I show love to my brother? Yeah. And you coming up to someone and telling us why we're wrong for wearing a mask is definitely not doing that. Yeah. And so... I'm not going to come up to you and tell you why you're wrong for not wearing one. It's all good. Yeah. You and I can are good models of this, I feel. Mm-hmm. We see things a little differently, but yet we still work together well. We still like hanging out with each other. We have not come to blows 
we have not yelled at one another. We actually have had some good conversations about why are you so nervous? Why aren't you nervous? Right. <laughs> so, you know, right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so we can do this as a family of in Christ. So let's be smart about it. Yeah, for sure. If you're wondering what, what is our stance right now, that's it. Our protocols are exactly as they have been in recent weeks and months. When and if that changes, we will let you know. You better believe it. Get the word out. But we are going to follow the guidelines put out by the COVID task force that is put in place by Brentwood Baptist Church. Yeah. And right now, there's been no news about what if we should change anything. But if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Please. Please. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. Now, we also need to acknowledge some of what is driving the anxiety is media. Mm -hmm. We, We were in a meeting last week. Someone said, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. And right oh, yeah. now, COVID, Delta, the spike in numbers, mm-hmm. it bleeds. Yeah. And so there's a lot of press mm-hmm. happening. Social media. You got, you got hundreds of thousands of people trying to flee Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and that's a lead. But you've also got most of the time still spent on the COVID, on COVID. On Delta variant mass yeah. vaccine. So, yeah. And so you and I talking the other day about what are we doing on this this episode, you said I came across this resource that gave some good perspectives. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk through some of those. Why don't yeah. you set that up a little yeah. better because yeah. I haven't read it yet. So I'm reading a book called Caring for Words in a Culture of Lies by Marilyn McIntyre. She spells her last name M-C-E-N-T-Y-R-E if you're looking for it. Caring for Words in a Culture of Lies. I told, I told you this yesterday. Dave, I um, I don't know if I've ever started a book, gotten halfway through it, and thought I need to start over with a pen in my mm. hand. And so I've done that. If you're a writer, if you're if you speak and give speeches, give sermons, it's just a caring for words. Yeah. That may sound boring, and if I if you just put it to me that way, I'd been like, oh my gosh. But I've been very very impressed with this book. In chapter three of her book, she the title of it is "Don't Tolerate Lies." And there's a section in here where she gives some wisdom on how to interpret what we see on the news, Mm. or we could say our social media feed, because a lot of us get news that way. And so she asks a question, kind of your our own intentions, and and why we're why we have the thoughts that we have, and then she kind of asks some broad questions, and I'd just like to share those if I could. Here's what she says regarding kind of our own intentions. This again. Chapter three, and if you've got, if you get the book, it starts on page bottom of page sixty. She writes, "Any effort to find reliable reporting needs to start not with questions about the sources, but with the questions about ourselves. What are my responsibilities as a citizen, as a person of faith, as a consumer, as a leader, as a parent, as an educator?" Here's where she starts digging a little bit, Dave. Mm-hmm. What am I avoiding knowing? Why? What point of view am I protecting? Why? How have I arrived at my assumptions about what sources of information to rely on? What limits my angle of vision? Have I tried to imagine how one might arrive at a different conclusion? How much evidence do I need to be convinced? What kind of persuasion works most effectively for me? How do I accredit or challenge authority? So I thought those were good self-reflecting questions. Mm -hmm. The, The big ones for me there are what am I avoiding knowing? There's a lot of times I just turn the news off because I don't want to know something. Right. Or I don't want to know the other side yeah. because I want my opinion to be right. Right. In the same way, she asks, what point of view am I protecting? Mm. It's a great, great question of, man, oh man. That, that I challenge myself and all of us to be honest with. Now, then she asks some questions to pose about new sources. Uh, before we invest our trust in them. Now, these are big questions. Yes. And these aren't going to be resolved 
in 30 seconds. Um, it'd be great if you're listening and you really care about this stuff to maybe get three or four people and get in the routine of asking these questions. And maybe get other. someone who thinks a little different than you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. If you love them, if you can do it in a safe, healthy yes, way, yes. not just try to win an argument. Here are some of these questions. Who are the sponsors and what are their vested interests? What is their track record? Now, again, she's, she's asked about news sources. Right. Another question. Who is framing the questions they're asking? What questions are conspicuously not being addressed or being consigned to a back page or a subordinate clause? Who is selecting, sequencing, explaining? Another. Are there detectable partisan biases in the language used to describe events or decisions? Euphemisms. Slogans. Abstractions that elide specific processes and effects. Value-laden metaphors. Is partisan always bad? How do I think about my own party affiliation? There's two more questions. Groups of questions, I should say. What authorities are appealed to? What are their credentials and allegiances? Who is getting paid by whom in the process of publication? And finally, how much information is sufficient to allow me to take a position, to support or resist a policy that has implications for other human beings? Whose is the burden of proof? What is my burden? Those are huge questions. Monster questions. And that's why I said they're not going to be answered quickly. No, here's the thing that jumps at me is, is I just listened to those questions. First time I've heard them too. So that requires critical thinking. Yes. Yes. And I want to say, unfortunately, it seems like as a culture, we have set aside critical thinking for popcorn headlines yeah. and quick fixes of attention. Which is why Sunday morning I talked about how Facebook uses yes. algorithms. Yes. Which is why, if we're not careful, we'll read the headlines that are catered to, become a catered to our opinions yes. and values and assume that that's it. Yeah. I read an article recently uh, going with your mm-hmm. algorithms mm-hmm. thought. You can be in one section of the country and search for a term, a topic, and be in another section and search for the exact same topic, and you will get opposing articles wow. from written from two totally different viewpoints because they're looking at who you are, the the area that you're in. And just you mean goes, Google knows that I'm a Republican listen, uh, in uh, the South? In yes. the South and in, in Middle Tennessee? Yes. Yeah. And... If you're a Democrat, that's a, in, that's a, that's a, um, um, a, a generalization yeah. there for this area. Of the that's world. right. But they'd also know that you're a Democrat in yeah. the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, exactly. That's, what, that's so, my point. Yeah. yeah. So it's crazy and they'll cater to that. So I just sit there and want to challenge our folks. Okay. If you don't, if you either don't know how to critically think or you have not exercised it in a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make this about generational things, but I do think that sometimes our generations that have grown up with electronics in their hands, they haven't been challenged to to critically think as much. Mm-hmm. And then you get into generations like mine who are a little older that maybe we had some critical thinking taught to us, college and other th- places, mm-hmm. but we've chosen to not exercise it. Mm-hmm. Either way, we have to stop letting people tell us how to think. I mean, you talked about what are the biases, what are the sponsors, what are, what are the political advantages, and you know who seeks to gain what. And the only way to really start getting capable at critical thinking is to start exposing ourselves to more than just our viewpoint mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and wrestle with why do I agree or not agree with yeah. that. Yeah, And so that takes time. It does, and it takes getting really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Which we don't seem to like getting uncomfortable too much no. anymore. It's it's much easier to consume another piece of news. Yeah, 
or to consume another headline or, or to just turn it off. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe I want to avoid. I mean, that's me. Yeah. I don't watch the news anymore. Yeah. I'm just like I don't need this. Yeah, yeah. So well, and that that could be there because there's a lot of wisdom there as well. Uh, and so I think it's finding the right. I, Melissa and I actually uh, we went for a walk and then took Noah for a golf cart ride last night. And as we were talking about that, I said something like, "If we could go back to just getting 30 minutes of news in the morning and 30 minutes of news in the evening." Mm-hmm. I really think a lot of the anxiety and issues that we are constantly having shoved down our throats with the 24-7 news cycle, the constant connection with social media, I think we'd see some of that go way down. Not because we're trying to be ignorant, Mm -hmm. but because because we're allowing things that are more purposeful, more valuable, permeate our souls. And she looked at me, (laughs) I want to say with... Wow, that was really wise. Probably just got a bug in her eye or something from yeah. the golf cart um, ride. But, you know, I definitely, it made me stop and go, okay, what what is getting into my soul, my heart, and why is it affecting me the way it is? And I think that's what we have to start asking hard. Critical thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, Proverbs talks about, you know, the, the heart is the wellspring of life. Yeah. And so we have to protect that. I want to make sure our, our listeners, I don't want you to hear us thinking that we we're trying to put fear in you, that's Mm-mm. that's not it. There, the reason I say that, Dave, is there's sometimes I listen to well-intentioned Christians preachers. Yeah. Sometimes they just leave their people with fear. I, I don't want our people live in fear. We, we, Jesus is King. Okay, he's 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 always been King. He's always going to be King. But if we're not careful, and I guess that's what we're saying, just be careful. And if we're not careful, we can be swept into this cesspool of. Ugh. I, I get where you're coming with the word careful. I, I think I'd like the word wise, wise. better. That's, Let's well, be wise. More, that's a more biblical word. And, you know, I mean, again, Scripture tells us the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Mm. Let's start with how, yeah. how is my relationship with God? How is my attitude? How is my response to God? Mm-hmm. And is it allowing me to walk wisely? Mm-hmm. Or am I letting the world be my God? Yeah. And I'm not, probably not as wise as I think I am. Yeah. Yeah, that book again, Caring for Words in a Culture of Lies by Marilyn McIntyre, and where I read those was in the middle of chapter three. Okay, Matt, so yep. we have talked about mask, mm-hmm. and we have talked about media. Using, and Using wisdom with media. And so... Let's so, end on a positive note. I was about to say, we? I think even in the midst of all of this, when it feels like things are overwhelming, when there's anxiety and all that, I think it's wise for us to remember there is ministry happening in our community, yeah. and through our church. Yeah. And so we want to talk about a few things that are happening in the life of our church uh, that, one, we just want you to be aware of. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm probably actually going to go off script a little bit here because a few more things have popped in my oh head my just I think, that we need to talk about. And so, that makes people think we have a script. Uh, we don't. <laughs> I, you know, so I've had every Sunday I have a few gentlemen come to me, man, I just love how you and Matt just banter and talk back and forth. And I'm like, yeah, when you don't know what you're going to do, that's all you can do sometimes. We come in with a very a loose understanding of where we're going. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah, sure. And then we get to, I'm like, I don't know, Dave, just take over. Yeah, and, and sometimes that's how it is. We hope we hit the, the mark that we've set. And yeah. 98% of the time we do. Occasionally we crash and burn, and I'm like, we're going to have to redo that. Mm. So today, we just want to talk about some things that are happening in the life of our church. Uh, and let's start with this Sunday. This Sunday, we're going to put it out there again. We're announcing some big stuff happening. We've talked about it in big. the last Friday's episode. Big. There's going to be a buzz. It's going to be a buzz. It's positive. And if you want to go back and listen to the last episode, Friday's episode, you'll hear exactly what we're announcing because it's happening. Are you telling people to go back and listen? I, you know, If they haven't. Okay. 
it, I mean, I'd love for them to go. It helps. Seriously, we had a meeting about what we're talking about tomorrow. Or talking yesterday. about Sunday. Yeah. We had a meeting yesterday about what we're talking about Sunday. And it was it's been the first time in a long time that I felt this kind of buzz at yeah. the campus. We had about twenty people in that meeting, which was way more than I Some thought. Some from we were the Brentwood campus. They weren't all yeah. from West Franklin, let's be clear about that. But we came out of that meeting going yeah. Here we go. This is going to be great. So this Sunday, we're announcing that along with that, this Sunday, we want to remind you, New Here Lunch. Yeah. Who's it for? Uh, people that are new here. Hey. We, every Sunday, I am just uh, amazed or I'm so distracted. You guys amaze me by telling me how many guests we had. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not filling things out 98% of the time. Which but, is a big reason we're having the New Here Lunch. Right. But we have so many people that are coming for the first, second, third time. I mean, now that I'm doing next-gen stuff on Sundays, I'm meeting more people that are like, yeah, this is my second time here. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can get your information because I'm yeah. getting your kids. So that's happening, and we need to be excited about this, and, and we need to be aware of the new people coming through our doors. We want to say, hey, we want to make sure they know where the worship center is, where the bathrooms are. If they have questions, they know either... You, that they, you can answer them as, as a church member or who they need to go to. And so so that's big. Those are two things coming up. Uh, this isn't on, on a date, but this is ongoing regular ministry. It, let's not forget, every Tuesday, we have a group of people that run the bus out to Natchez. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we pick up anywhere between... They're, they're, they're more faithful than... Well, I was going to say the sun coming up. The sun comes up every morning, but they're very faithful. I mean, they're more faithful than <laughs> Alabama fans. So... Gosh, man, you are just speaking gold so this morning. They 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 are passionate yeah. about that ministry. Yes. And every week they pick up between four and twelve people and take them over to Kroger so they can do yep. grocery shopping. Yep, as Love reliable it. as as reliable can be. We have another small group that is constantly doing ministry with the Oak Cottage mm-hmm. uh, women's house. Yeah. And so these are women who are coming out of prison. Uh, learning life skills and whatnot to to help get back on their own, get mm-hmm. back on their own, and be able to adjust into society well. And we have Stephanie Spencer's running our tech, running yeah. in our tech booth. Yeah, uh, we've uh, there's another young lady. I forget her name. It's probably best thing because we hadn't gotten her permission. Yep. But Bingo. She's here. She comes to both services. Yeah, Sunday morning and uh, both services Sunday morning uh, from from Oak Cottage. So it's just it's just fascinating. You're probably going to mention this, but uh, two weeks ago on Thursday night started grief share. Yeah, grief share started. Uh, they added two more this past week. Yeah, people that are that have lost loved ones, just longing for community longing for some therapy uh, for their soul for their mind walk with some folks who have gone through similar things it's just incredible yeah, gospel another, ministry n- another week to week thing this past sunday i had a lot of time just to walk and check out groups both next gen and adult ministries mm-hmm. i am blown away by the number of people that are in our groups mm-hmm. almost concerned that maybe we need to start some new groups because of the sizes but not, not almost we need to we need to yeah. yes I, I was trying to be a little more tactful about it but yeah we definitely need to I'm just blown away, especially in the next gen wing, the energy, the excitement that's happening week in and week out. And I'm just watching the men and women who are leading those groups going, oh, we got some good ministry. Mm -hmm. We also have opportunities there. So Mm -hmm. if you're interested, come talk to me. But, you know, I walked into Oikos Sunday morning, which Mm -hmm. is Ronnie Williams' group at 9 a.m. It was like there was two squares for space and Mm -hmm. every other square was filled up with people. Mm -hmm. It was lovely. And the COVID concerns made me go, oh, <laughs> boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. So it's all good, though. But, yeah, yeah. So, so those are some ongoing things that are happening. Brad's got a choir coming back, and we're working towards Dickens of a Christmas. Mm-hmm. He announced that, that we're actually uh, sponsoring, hosting the main stage. Mm-hmm. 
So we've got some great things, and we're going to talk more about that as a church family as we get more details about, hey, what opportunities does that provide? But I know for a fact we have to provide four hours of programming on the two days of Dickens. That's the gospel going yeah. out right there yeah. through I'm, the music that's going to happen. I'm going to do my stand-up comedy for about a half hour. Yeah, we got you scheduled at like 2 a.m. in the morning. So, <laughs> one, I know you're not up that late, and two, I know no one will be there. So, um, but so, what about uh, what about um, Fall Fest coming up? Yeah, Fall Fest. That is. Am gonna, I jumping ahead of you, Dave? I, I'm. You know, I I didn't write any of this stuff down, so I'm racking my brain. That was one I was thinking there. Oh, oh, oh no, we'll come to Fall Fest. Okay, September 19th. Actually, September 12th. Yes. Discover. One day. One day, Discover. We're going to do it right after the second service. We're going to knock it all out. Uh, so if you're interested in membership, this is a great opportunity for you mm-hmm. to to hear more about what does it mean to be part of Brentwood? What is, what's the governance system? What's our yeah. theology? And then we turn the corner and talk about you and learn more how about God, you. How God has made you. If you take the class, it doesn't automatically make you a member. You may right. just want to check it out. Yep. But it is required for membership. It is. Yes. The new here is not required for membership. Nope. But it's a great way to keep begin get, the process. Get free food. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why I'm going. Yeah. And you told me to be there. Um, no, it's all good. Uh, the next week, September the 19th, we're doing a gospel conversation training yes. night. Mm-hmm. And so we're Josh and me and you, we're going to sit down and we're going to walk people through, okay, let's talk about what the why and the, and then the how. Um, and so it's it starts at 5. We haven't set the end time yet. It's not going to be super long. But dinner is going to be provided. Child care is going to be provided. We want folks that have concerns, need help, getting comfortable sharing their faith. Yep. So Gospel Conversation Training Night coming up, jumping into October. The big announcement that we're announcing is going to start that month. We have, uh, we also have Fall Fest, which you just mentioned coming up. That's uh, Friday the 29th. Yep. What's Fall Fest? Well, it's it's our version of Halloween because... Oh my gosh, don't say that word. You know, this is a, this people... Is a Christian I know, podcast. I know, good golly, I just said a horrible word. It's almost like I cursed. But yeah. You probably show up as a witch now. No. Gosh. No, I'm not showing up as a witch. I got other things I'll come as, but not that. You just made me lose my train I'm of thought. Sorry. Hey, the Fall 29th, Fest. Fall Fest. It's going to be great. You know, it, the we had one in 2019, my first one here. Uh-huh. I was blown away oh, about gosh, the, yeah. by the community attendance. And so we're talking about how are we going to engage the folks that aren't West Franklin members, but are community folks that we don't know. So got a team working on all these great ideas. We're, we're, we're waiting through all of that. We have a family gathering coming up on October, probably October the 10th. We're waiting to get that firmed up, but I'll go ahead and float that date out there. We haven't done a family gathering in a couple been, months. It's been a minute. So we're going to we're gonna come back. We're going to do this before it turns cold and all this fun stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there other big big things coming up? Christmas, obviously. Yeah, New I Year's, mean, Easter. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Captain. So it's good. So yeah, so... Even in the midst of all this, we have we have week in and week out ministries happening. We have some big things happening. I know Josh is working on a, uh, a uh, opportunity to engage a local apartment complex, probably somewhere in the Octoberish range. Even though we're talking COVID, even though we're talking anxiety, even though we're talking things that may make you go, "It's the end of the times," and why should I care? Ministry is happening. We're trying to engage people with the gospel of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, which is what we should be about. Yeah. So we wanted to end on that. Hey, this is happening. Yeah. Come be a part of it. This just popped in my head, yeah. and this is kind of a free-for-all, I guess. And I'll, I'll, I'll close with this if it's okay. Mm-hmm. It relates to what we say on the news. And uh, Haiti was rocked with an earthquake, mm-hmm. and then Fred, and now other hurricanes are beating down on it. Right. I think Grace is the name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ironic. Because of tithes and offerings we were able to send, I don't know exactly how much, but a huge chunk of money for global relief efforts there. Wow. 
And uh, I saw, I read that the other day uh, somewhere about that Brentwood was able to do that, and uh, that wouldn't be possible. Right. Uh, so if you if you want to know, okay, what what can I do? How am I helping? Putting money in the plate, significant percentages set aside for things like that. Yeah, definitely. So it's not just going to bring relief, which we are, mm-hmm. but it's also putting people on the ground that can speak gospel truths to folks that are desperate. Yeah, it's good. It's Huge. good. So a lot going on. Listen, if you have thoughts and opinions about masks, you come talk with us. We're not trying to be jerks about anything. Nope. We we want to engage you with the love of God. And hopefully you'll engage us the same way. Hope so. And then uh, we hope you'll come join us in some ministry opportunities. Yeah, Sunday's gonna big be day. Good. Sunday's going to be huge because we're coming to worship. That's the biggest and thing we're going to do. It is. Let's 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 not get more excited about other things than worship. That's so. right. And McAllister's. Sure. Sure. Hey, we want to say thanks for joining us. We hope you'll come worship with us this Sunday, uh, either online or in person. We'd like to see you in person. So uh, in the meantime, you be good. You stay safe. And may the Lord bless you and keep you.